Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming, starring Rob, Jay, Zach, Matt, and Alana. Hello. Yay! And we've got episode to go until our big 200th anniversary special. Uh-oh. Today we're talking about Secret Invasion number four. Halfway through. Halfway yeah. through. Whoa, halfway there. Et cetera. Pretty crazy. Blow the budget. All yeah, the budget. <laughs> I like this episode because it was short. It was short. I was like, it's over already? That was crazy. <laughs> 37 minutes. It was great. <laughs> it just lasts with Marvel's ridiculously long international credits these days. Those are a secret blessing. Yeah, for sure. Little trick. But yeah, so, um, so I guess the first thing we need to talk about is that Jay was right. Hey, again. yo! <laughs> Woo! About what? Like, oh yeah. Amelia everything. Clark not being actually being dead. Yeah. About everything. Well done, everything. Jack. <laughs> About everything, but especially that. On straight. Does this give us hope for Maria Hill, or does do we even care? Eh. Uh, no. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think so. You know that would explain why Fury doesn't give a shit that she's dead. I mean, in he, theory, it could be... and he knows that she's a scroll. Yeah, in theory, <laughs> yeah. that could be potentially what it is. Is the fact that it's a scroll that has to play play the part. Uh, mm. I don't think mm. it is, but it could be. I'm sure she'll be in some other episode. But I think it's safe to say not scroll. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, so she has extremis or whatever that lets her survive. Yes, yes she has the Tony Stark extremis. But it was a very confusing um, editing choice. <laughs> Can we all agree about that? Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Like, <laughs> it shows her alive again, then then it shows her coming back to life. What do you mean? Well, it, it flashes mm. back to her getting the extremis. I guess, and then that's the way you get superpowers as a scroll. You just go up and touch somebody's forehead that has it. No, so she was reading the memories of the scientists that she's caught because the in the prior episode, episode two, she had followed the scientist, which was obviously a scroll who was doing the research for Gravik into right. Groot, Extremis, and all that stuff. So knowing that they were working on something, she went and read the mind because you can. Squirrels can touch each and uh, read each other's thoughts, but like in those machines, they keep you contained and they keep pumping memories and reading your thoughts. Thank you, Ms. Mar Captain Marvel. Um, but uh, yeah, so she went in there to read her thoughts to figure out what was happening and how to operate the machine and hit that and those powers. I see. <laughs> So it was quick. It was it was a quick highlight, flashback to show you how that all played out. Like realizing, oh, that was a scroll. Oh, the bodies are right there. Duh, I'm obviously going to read all their thoughts. I rather would have liked to have seen her just like go down the line, be like, what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? But <laughs> she didn't have the time. Slacker. You could get <laughs> Amelia Clark under the makeup because I feel like she's still like above it. She would not do that. I'm sure she would. Yeah. I mean, she's a professional, right? That's part of the deal. Put the four hours in? I don't know. I feel like she'd have her stunt double do it. It's, it's probably more than that. It's probably uh, more like eight hours for that much lot, makeup. Well, and I were saying that she looks a lot older. 
in this episode. Yeah. She looks way older. That's all right. We just get shot. Time marches on. Um, I thought you guys were going to talk. Want me to accuse Disney of not having balls since they brought her back? But you know, I I'm a I'm a reasonable person. I know how Hollywood works. You know, I know if you have a if you have a cast, they're going to be in the show the whole time. That's good. You know, I understand. I'm, understand I'm, I'm glad, glad you're coming around, buddy. Not every show can be Game of Thrones. Right, and they there's and they shouldn't be. You, know, you signed up to watch Amelia Clark. You want her to be there. Darn yeah. to. I mean, yeah. this show's good about ending on a little twist or something, just to like keep you at least like, you know, semi interested, like out of you know, not comatose. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's a spy show, which is kind of nice for where the spy doesn't have powers and they have to figure out how to circumvent everything. Hello, Frost. Um, but uh, yeah. So it's it's a very interesting and it's obviously a slower. Marvel because it's not featuring and focusing on superpowers directly, uh, which is kind of what I like. It's a spy show, so we've already got the goofy kid learning powers. We've already had all we've had the sitcom, Ms. Uh, WandaVision. So this is bringing it to like more subtle, like showcasing <laughs> that they can do all the things. <laughs> Nothing says subtlety like a helicopter crashing into the president's uh, limo. We're, we're shooting a rocket propeller grenade launcher on a helicopter. Damn straight. <laughs> Anyone can pick up one of those. I know. <laughs> Spy show, we just drive up to him. <laughs> Everyone was busy. They were very sneaky. They were driving a nondescript black SUV. All right, so we have a flashback to Fury talking with his lady. What's the lady's name? I never. I literally never caught it. Stella. Stella? Well, her, her, her like, human name or whatever is Priscilla. Priscilla, okay, yeah. And he talks about the Avengers, and she's like, I heard there's something going down in New York. Were you there? And he's like, I can't say. He, he, he. He, I'll never tell. Uh, anything to say about that, you guys? Uh, it's just nice to be reminded that this is, in fact, taking place in the Marvel world. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, what would you want to discuss about that? I suppose nothing. I I mean, I like the whole fury and um that whole section because I mean, it does it re it grounds you back into the fact that there's a reason why there's not this and why they're approaching it in this type of way and why they have to be subtle. And it also showcases um just the um, notion of time span, right? And it's trying to ground you into understanding where this story all fits within the general Marvel timing. So it's trying to do like, I feel like it's doing a little too much and that's coming from me, so that's a thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's interesting to see what's happening there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, did anybody else get spoiled for the big twist of this episode? That Rhodey's a scroll. Yeah. No, I didn't get spoiled. Stupid Twitter. Yeah. Get off Twitter. The clip. Yeah. I mean, I called it. You call you you can't call you can't say you call it when you say everybody's a scroll and then eventually someone well, does. Everybody is a scroll. <laughs> scroll. Literally, everyone's a scroll. <laughs> Everyone who I called out was a scroll. Was a scroll. 
I am two for two. So, so <laughs> who's far. the other one? Amelia Cl- who's the other one? What? Who's the other person you called out for being a scroll? Um I called out two for two. Who did I call out? Who did I call out? Well, I mean it's both Captain Rhodes, right? <laughs> it's both of the roadies. It counts twice. Uh no, I'm two for two calling out random. Like not the random, but like getting like the twist correct, I'll say. Alright, so Rhodey is talking to Priscilla and he's like and she's like, I don't wanna he's like, You need to kill Fury and she says, I don't wanna kill Fury and I liked his line where he was like, Listen, I know you guys there's two of you live in that house. One of you needs to be dead by tomorrow. I don't care who. Yeah, this is a funny way of putting it. <laughs> and you can already they didn't really like build up the reveal. Like you could kinda tell. Like if Rhodey's being such a dick and working with her and wants to kill Fury it's not that surprising that he was a scroll, you know? I mean, I couldn't really say because I already knew. What do you guys think? Well, here's, here's the question Alana and I were talking about, which is, when did he become a scroll? Well, right. that's... that's has what he I been, yeah, 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 has he been a scroll the whole time? Yeah. Ever since he changed faces. <laughs> so, speaking of Rhodey, would the scroll be able to pilot War Machine? Yes. Yeah. Or would he though? Be Rhodey if he couldn't. I feel like he because should of, just of, be bad is, at it. Is War Machine powered by biometrics or something? He's no, powered I by think... Rhodey's soul. <laughs> human, <laughs> human soul? No yeah. human soul detector. Yeah. <laughs> Scrolls have no souls. I don't know. No, because it's just programmed to react to whoever or whoever is Stark as programmed it to respond. So if it responds to Rhodey, and that is the Rhodey that Stark believes is Rhodey, then it would go to Rhodey. Guys, I was Um, like, why don't they just ask Stark to figure out a way to detect scrolls? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently he can just build a time machine in his free time, so... Right. It's all good. And Rhodey works for Gravik? Is the idea? Yes. So that so last episode and uh, not this past one, but that we're talking about, but the prior one ends with Priscilla, you know, having going into the bank, like getting ordered to do something, right? And we don't necessarily know what it is. And now we see that she too was working with Gravik and that, or at least taking commands at and keeping tabs on him. So it's kind of interesting to see how that all played out. What. Like that relationship predetermined in order to get onto uh, the good side, or was that organic? I know know, I'm trying to figure out. I have people all over the place. I have no idea where my so Jay. (laughs) I I don't know if you know this. In the bottom right corner, it tells you like I know, and I keep and I keep going to other ones, and it's fine. (laughs) We're working through it. They're just all over, so it takes me a while to figure out where they are and what I'm doing. Too many guys, but you don't need to know where they are. You don't need to know where they are. Just put alert until fortify till healed. Alert. Yep. Except for when they're in enemy territory, then I can't. <laughs> Are we fighting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm surrounded by bandits in this one. I'm like, yeah, I cannot get away from the bandits. Man, what, if we made a, like, what if we made a game that was like no other AIs, just like tons of bandits? Do you think that kind of game exists? Yeah, this is zombie mode. Ooh. Ooh. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna die. Very Call uh, of Duty. But yeah, so like, <laughs> otherwise, back to the point. Uh, yeah. So I think we're probably gonna see the flashback of at some point of Rhodey being selected way back when. Probably after, shortly after yeah. Stark announces that he's Iron Man, because we is know it... Gravik knows about Extremis, which is what Iron Man three. So probably even before that. So. Uh, Jay, Jay, if they had a flashback to Rhodey being taken and it was Terrence Howard playing him, would you like? I would. I would tackle, 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 and probably do like five shots. Wow! Shots, shots. The celebration. Wow! It still wouldn't explain why nobody. It still wouldn't explain why nobody else notices that his face changed. No, but then they explain it. They're like, we're going to use this scroll technology and like implant something under his skin so everybody sees the old one. Right. Like <laughs> you know. Or the people just, that he just, interacted with. He only interacted with Stark and the Pepper. general and Pepper. And the president. <laughs> and I mean, Pepper doesn't even remember she was in Iron Man. <laughs> Stark was just like, drunk. They just get those mind those devices from Men in Black that wipes the memories. So it's like pew. Like that. All right. So then, all right. So so next, the next note I have is Gaia talks, comes back, talks to Talos, and she and she makes a really good point where she's like, Gravik has a vision. He knows what he wants. What's your vision? And Talos lays out his terrible plan. <laughs> like throw ourselves Listen. on the mercy of the human. He's like, yeah. Listen, we'll go to the president. We'll tell them that there's a million shape shifting aliens on Earth. Some of them almost started World War Three. <laughs> Don't worry, we stopped them. Now can you help us out? And that's gonna everything's gonna work out great for us if we do that. Hilarious. <laughs> I feel like the scrolls have really you know a bad impression of how easy it'd be to find another planet to live on that supports life. It's really hard unless you're in Star Trek and everything's an M-class planet. Well, that well, I, I think that's Gravik's point. Is he's like, yeah, there's nothing else out there. This is it. So yeah, we're gonna take it. Yeah, I mean, it's been how many years? Uh, so they say, uh, I mean, with the blip, so it's been five plus years since that happened, right? But that was how many years after they initially came and made that agreement? So it's been like twenty something years, something like that since that agreement and they still haven't found it and they can't reach captain marvel at this point right so it's not like captain we they can't guarantee captain marvel is doing it but uh so all of that is happening and yeah i mean they've been searching been before that they searched for how long we don't necessarily know so yeah it's a very interesting situation but you, you can definitely see the X-Men influence here where you have Professor Xavier and Magneto. Huh? Huh? Uh, uh. Ah. I can see that. Two different philosophies. One guy's the bad guy, one guy's the good guy, but the bad guy has some decent points. Alright, so moving on, Fury ha- so there's the really good part where Fury has the sit down with Fristella in their house. And he lays out that he knows about her betrayal and he says, You're my greatest mistake. This is like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, remember sure. that movie? Yes. Yes. Is it any good? I don't know. It was good. I thought it was. Good. I remember liking it at movie. the time. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I think it thinks it's smarter than it is that movie, but yeah, anyway. oh, one hundred percent. But it was. It's a fun little. I thought it was supposed to be dumb. 
mean, no, there's a lot of like dialogue that's like, oh, it's like they're assassins, but they're also a married couple. I don't know. It's just like very obvious. Yeah, they were going for okay. like a coy, like coy double think, making you coy think pesh. twice about shit. But uh, okay, level up says it's hot. <laughs> I like hot? their I like the kitchen fight scene where the <laughs> at the end they drink OJ. Yeah. Or is it mo- <laughs> mimosas? Did they make mimosas? Or is it just OJ? I can't remember. Anyways, getting home. It's, it's getting probably home. mimosas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so they that's they they have so she tells them the story about, you know, she lays it all out what happened, why she betrayed him and stuff, which was I thought great and really interesting. And then, and she calls him Nick, though. Did you guys notice that? Yes. Which was just a plot point in the previous episode about how nobody calls him Nick. But she does, because she's his wife. But, but he said, nobody calls me Nick. <laughs> but she does. That's why she's special. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But we, so it could have been her in the previous episode? Remember in that scene with uh, Bob? Uh, where he, where he, Bob is pretending to be Talos, and then he calls him Nick. Then he shoots him. He's like, nobody calls me Nick. Oh, he's like, oh, I, I, I guess he could have been his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess not a big deal. Um, and they they have the callback to the poem. It was just a really good scene. What yeah, do you think, I, Rob? I, I like the poem. I like where they shoot each other. Sorry, my name isn't Rob. Yeah, no, okay. it's all good. I I thought it was yeah super tense and like I just like the uh. I mean, a lot of these, like, I mean, this is, like, all dialogue until the very last scene. And I feel like a lot of the dialogue scenes actually kind of work for me. The, she says at the very end, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but it's like, would you love me if I never changed? If I was my true self? And then Nick Fury's just like, I guess we'll never know. It's like, well... It's such a Nick Dick move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was funny. But, but uh, I'm saying no. I don't know. <laughs> There's no fucking way, honestly. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess it right there. I did like how they kept calling back to the poem too. That was that was actually some pretty good writing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Raymond Chandler or yeah, Raymond Carver. Yeah, yeah Raymond, Raymond Chandler, Chandler who does film noir. Film noir. Yeah. yeah. Big <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Malone said, "Are you happy with what you made in this life?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was cool when they shoot each other, and I guess the idea is that they intentionally mess, because they really still care for each other, even though she's working for Gravik. A little bit confusing about her motivations, but I guess I won't worry too much about it. Well, again, I mean, this is why I questioned it earlier, like, what, how, who set that initial meet and greet, and how did that whole relationship begin? Was it a Gravik assignment? Or was it organic and then it just happened and that's why they can't kill each other? But it's nice that they actually both shot. They both shot at the same time. No one shot first. And um, yeah. And you could distinctly see where the bullets are. It's interesting that they, uh, he was just like, meh, I'll go this way. You go that way. It's all good. It was a, it was a thing. Yeah. He's Nick Fury. He's lost his ball. He's, <laughs> he's like, He's like, yeah, you betrayed, you ripped out my heart and stomped on it, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's okay. I still forgive you. So I did feel the I same little false. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, just in the sense that it was, like, just the one part where he was like, explain to me again how you, like, took over the body and, like, 
who that was and like she saw him at the hospital and all that. And I was just like, shouldn't he have like asked this like during the twenty five years they were together, or whatever? What? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Like, it's like, How dare you? For the audience, it's, like, it's just like it's just like just mentioned by, by the way. It never came up in conversation over. until yeah. now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Um, all right. So, so that was great. And then he has the. Then he has he sits down with Rhodey, and yeah, I kind of like. I like. I remember liking it, but then I thought about it, and I was like, "Wow, that conversation really kind of had no point." Well, yeah, I wanted to say really quick: if we get Marvel's first shower scene. Hey yo. Hey yeah. With the, oh, with the scroll lady. With this, yeah, that was scroll roadie. Yeah, it was a lady though, right? It was a female scroll. scroll. Well, roadie's a female scroll. Is that, what, is that what we're saying? I think that's. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I think I, you're thinking right. Why are you judging other people, other species' anatomies? <laughs> it just looked like a female scroll. Well, I don't, don't know. know what a female scroll looks like. Don't judge. <laughs> I don't know. I may have like like been taking notes at that point too. I mean, more petite. It definitely seemed more petite, but fits the Rody, fits Rody's physique. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and and once again, Nick Fury loses the argument to Rody. Like he once again comes in, guns blazing, and Rody like slaps him down. He's like, "Get your old ass out of here!" And Nick Fury's yeah. like, "Okay," and he just leaves. It was great. But, <laughs> but he did get the tracker in him. So yay for that. Absolutely. And then the scroll gets hammered. Yeah. <laughs> or not. The whole thing where he's like this old this old liquor that he has that felt reminded me of the old Pulp Fiction Daryl Jackson. So that was nice. That that is like the biggest do 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 you guys know anybody in real life who is like that? Is that like a rich person thing where they're like, okay. check out this liquor from da 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 ooh, this is smooth, totally worth the ten thousand dollars I spent on it. Uh Korean businessmen. <laughs> I, uh, there you go. I'll take your word for it. That's how business deals are done. They do it over drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not much of a businessman. Yeah, no. It, it, in Korean culture, that's literally how business deals are done. They take you out and they get you hammered and they just BS and have a good time outdoing, trying to outdo each other. And then uh business deal is done. Hmm? It's very interesting. Except that wasn't exactly what they were doing. But, but uh, it's basically what it is. Like, Fury is going in there getting him, in theory, giving him a good boost to, like, make the business deal happen. It's not a business deal in this case, but it's the same concept, right? And it's also Mm. a very... Let me back in. Yeah. But it's also a nice thing, because it also portrays Nick at in a weaker position, because now he's offering, like, this super rare thing right it's the super rare booze and like being complacent and showcasing that he's still in the in that like model of i'm i'm broken nick fury i can't do anything right so he's keeping up that whole sort of like subtleness with that but we know he's already started to turn the gun he's uh, that corner he's already starting to spot re engage his spy activities he's already re 
turning people and doing all this other work. So it's kind of yeah. nice to see that. Saving the but president. So like, yeah, so he's not necessarily, so he's on purpose allowing Rhodey, fake Rhodey, think he has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. I, if, if that's the case, he was really convincing because I definitely believe Rhodey had the upper hand over him. I mean, yeah, because that if not, Rhodey wouldn't take the drink. He Rhodey definitely wouldn't sit there and booze up the whole entire time and let these cars down. He would have reported what happened. Instead, he takes takes it in good faith that oh yeah, I I got Nick Fury around my finger. I could do whatever. Why I don't even have to report this to anybody because it, he's a weak, broken old man. Otherwise, he would have told Gravik. Yeah, but he also thinks he's got the video. He's got the video on him. So he thinks he's got him over a barrel. Right. Yeah, the video. I guess I like, I like the what? You're gonna tell me that you're gonna go report that some alien some six foot alien that was <laughs> killed Maria Blah. I was like, oh. Uh okay. Uh. Yeah, so we have the like so then the next thing we have, the president can smell that. Scroll Fury, scroll Rhodey's been boozing, so that was funny. Which I thought would lead yeah. to something. It doesn't really, but it's just... A, it's probably it. just... It, the, it, maybe the president knows he's not actually Rhodey. It's more... No, it's just more Marvel humor. No. Yeah. No. no. He's drunk on the job. Ha ha ha. They're gonna be like, hmm, that's fucking weird. Someone look into Rhodey, and then they're gonna be like, oh my god, we got a video of him changing into a scroll. <laughs> You know what's weird? I, I guess I was a little bit conf- confused. I thought the part where Rhodey's standing in front of the mirror and wipes it away and it reveals that he was a scroll and switches. I thought, like, for some reason, I thought Nick Fury could, like, see him, like, in the bathroom, like, peep it in on him, like, seeing that he's a scroll, but I guess not. It didn't come up in the conversation. He's using his other skills to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then we have the helicopter attack on the president. So exciting. So yeah, much epic action. action. Epic action, finally. It was okay. Crazy. It was great action. It, it didn't make any sense to me. The president in a car seems really insecure. What? what? Why, why, would, why would they do that? No, 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 no. How would, so they're like, oh, we're going to attack him and then blame it on the Russians. Why would the Russians do that? Doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Why would they cause World War Three? Because this- the U.S. the U.S. attacked their their like party, their street party in Moscow, and killed two thousand people. So we're the US back, obviously, didn't do that. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. obviously. <laughs> Although my real bone to pick with this scene was at the end when Gravik shoots Talos, and his expression is totally blank. Gravik's expression? Yeah, Alana does not a fan of Gravik. He sucks. He's total zero. He's got no. He's got no riz. Well, it's all business for him. It's not personal. Business. Will you go from zero to hero in two more episodes? <laughs> yeah, is he suddenly going to become a compelling villain? No, I know here. Did you hear he's the theory about what he is? I don't know if it's like I just that heard he... this in a pocket that he's like Samuel Jackson's son. It's like he's the son of. Uh, oh. Oh, so that's why the, he's because he's Dashu's, and because he's yeah, black. Yeah, daddy. Yeah, exactly. It's like why would they hire <laughs> two black guys in this show? Yeah, those are oh. 
you yeah. can't have two of those. I thought you were going to say, oh, the Twisties is actually a Kree trying to destabilize the Skrulls from the inside. Oh. The cool. But the Krees aren't shapeshifters. That would, that, would be, that would be the kind of thing they would do on this show, is bring in something else from Captain Marvel with no explanation. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. What's People happening? Captain Marvel. <laughs> Gravik a is a super Kree. Yeah, yes. you're here for a super Kree. Yep. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the Kree are like, the scrolls are so far beneath us, we're not even going to infiltrate them to see them destroy themselves. They can do it on their own. Uh, I, I do like that. I do like the theory that he's Samuel L. Jackson's son, because then his motivation is character-driven. Right? He's like... I hate you, Fury. You abandoned me. And all the rest of the scrolls. Really, just me. But what about the whole episode we already see that we've already seen Gravik's childhood? Like, that his family. Adopted. He's adopted. (laughs) He's adopted by. Nick Fury's a bad dad. Maybe. No, that other guy wasn't Gravik. He's adopted by Fury into the spy spy network. Because his parents. Yeah. Parents died in the war, and he is now a refugee. So Nick Fury takes him under his wing. Hence, he, that's why he's so good at his job. So he's so you're saying he's already kind of like Nick Fury's son? Yeah, he's his little protege. Yeah, I can see that. That's possible. Uh, so yeah, so, so we have this giant battle. Yeah, they're you shooting. Gotta, they're yeah, shooting. You, yeah, like a, a bunch of look, looks like American soldiers are police jump in to fight. So I turned to Alana during this battle. I was like, you know, now would have been a good time for him to call a superhero. Mm-hmm. Like Thor. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten there in time. Even Hawkeye. Especially Hawkeye's, Hawkeye. Especially Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's nobody who's like Superman or the Flash where they can just get across the world in like two seconds. What about Captain Marvel? Or is she in space again? He's, she hasn't picked up his calls in years. She's not pick him up now. Go to the beeper. A little awkward, yeah. I... I mean, at this point, it's right after the the big bleep blip back. So they're still trying to figure out how to deal with everything, right? I mean, at this point, no, they didn't have time. They didn't know he they were going to get attacked, right? Like, yeah. But Nick Fury, I, I just have a problem with that. Like, it seems like he kind of knew. What do you mean? Like Nick Fury he, shows up there, like, not like he, yeah, like he just showed up, like I don't know, in the middle of like he, he was nearby enough to like help stop it. He happened to be driving by, saw the big explosion. It's the yeah. next town over. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he is a character on a TV show, so there's a little bit of uh, yeah flexibility oh, oh, there. Perfect timings to be expected. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he is Nick Fury. He's always prepared. He's a good Boy Scout, right? So, well, Jay, I thought you said he was off his game. But he is. I mean, he is. He, but that's why he goes to the. He he knows he can go to the spaceship, and that's where he goes. Right. Spaceship. Mm-hmm. The spaceship. The space station. Yeah. Yeah. So like. It's, um, I don't. I don't know. He doesn't. Act, so yeah. So like, he understands what's happening, and he goes and hides in the spaceship because he's a broken man at this point. And this is why him coming back and realizing he everyone thinks he's a broken ass man, right? Broken ass man. Yeah, his ass is broken. So it's like those guys who show up are British soldiers, by the way, not American soldiers. 
Okay. And the Whatever. armor. The group of soldiers yeah. sound bad. They're like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh dear. Oh, dear. The, the, okay. the one dude, the, the one dude's like, oh my god, he's like an alien or something. He's trying yeah, to get the president. A bloody, a bloody alien's trying to get the president. Yeah. Alon and I were like, well, they have had a bunch of alien invasions before. So. Yeah, so he should be used to it. Well, yeah. It's, it's more like, like he's, hey, going... he's going after the president, not that hey, he's an alien. Right. Those effects were pretty cool, too, when he was like half and half. That looked pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We also see Super Skull powers from Grab. Yeah, the Groot powers. Yeah, some Groot and Extremis and all. Yeah. yeah. And we have, then, yeah, we talked about Talos' alleged, alleged death. Alleged. I, I did like the part where Talos is trying to break the uh, window. But I have a little bit of a hard time believing that his arm is stronger than like a bullet. His super powerful I, I totally arm. Agree. I mean, Ben Mendelsohn like looked so weak while he was doing it. He had like no leverage either. He was just like, <laughs> if I just angle it this way, I can like. I was like, dude, you're not like kick it or something. What are you doing? Like, it's driving me crazy. This reminds me of one time I was playing in a one shot D and D where I was playing a halfling and I tried to break open a window with my elbow. And I rolled badly, so my elbow just bounced off. Uh, I thought you said your elbow was like shattered. No, I, I would have. I didn't roll a one. Okay, that's good. I I like the part too where it, it's the British soldier helping Talos, and then you think it's him, but it's actually Gravik. I still don't really know how Nick Fury figured it out. I guess because the guy, I guess Gravik must be hard of hearing or something because he says, "Put him down," and he just stands there looking at him. Well, Gravik doesn't care. Fire. Gravik doesn't care. He oh, has but if he's pretending he to be, if he's trying to pretend to be someone. But at this point, but Gravik wants to taunt Fury. <laughs> In right, every chance he gets, he wants to crush Fury. So him watching Fury's face when he realizes that he can't kill Gravik is like the cherry on top of killing his good friend Talos. <laughs> That's right, his best buddy Talos. <laughs> His only friend here at this point. Yeah, seriously. That's true. That's true. All right, and that's our episode, right? Is that it? That's it. Two more to go. Can't wait to see how they resolve this. Wow, very exciting. Nick Fury's showing signs of life. (laughs) Yeah. Gonna bring down the Fury. We'll see. We'll see. Nick Fury. I still think they're gonna Boba Fett him, but... Wow, I don't think so. Send him to a starlight. Right. What does that mean? Okay. <laughs> at the end of the Wait. at the end of the season. Oh, Rob, you weren't there for last take week. Over Nick Fury's, at the I end did, of the I series. Your theory. Uh-huh. It's fine. Someone is going to take over Nick Fury's identity, and it's going to be someone else. Oh. It's be a I could I could see that. This is Samuel's done being the box office king. And then hey. uh, him and his wife are going to go live happily ever after. Happily, happily. The um, no, the um, Rob. I was just saying that. I, uh, I think they're gonna in Book of Boba Fett. They turn Boba from from like a badass bounty hunter to like basically a good guy with no balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. So and the same thing kind of here, where Nick Fury has two eyes and like doesn't know what's happening around him and this two steps behind all the time. Well, those that two so. eyes. What a, what a betrayal! <laughs> oh crap. What's the matter, buddy? Yeah, I I moved a unit into position, and it's gonna get uh, taken, taken too. 
Taken two the movie. Oh, and Taken two the movie. I know. It's not good, man. All right. Uh, so time for cool. questions of the day. Yes, Naomi is on and ready for questions of the day. Hello. Is ready. Ooh, hello. I get, Naomi. I get That's questioner. Right. Yes, of Naomi's notes. The guest questioner this week. <laughs> I have so much power. <laughs> you come up with the questions. <laughs> no, I'm totally unprepared. Of course, I came up with questions. Okay, How I meant to not give them. I meant to not give them to you. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have a bunch of them. I'm only going to ask three. I know the rules. I've been here before. Um, but I'll save the others for another time. Um, and if anything, like, okay, I'm a somewhat regular listener of the Questions of the Day sub podcast. Yeah, you're not. What are you talking about? Somewhat regular. You're a devoted listener. Okay. But if any of these have come, if any of these come up before, maybe even last week, because I haven't listened to last week's episode yet. (laughs) Um, the one that dropped like yesterday, guys, or today, it dropped today. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, don't worry. Alana has a very good memory for, uh, for, uh, questions. Just let me know and I'll move on to a different one is all I'm saying. Okay. So here's a good one. Are you ready? What Mm -hmm. would you do? If you were offered, if Sorry. you were offered, you were offered a one-minute ad slot during the Super Bowl, free of charge, and you couldn't sell it. Like, what would you say? Like, like what, what would you, you use do with it that for? one minute of airtime? Yeah, probably like donate it. You can't, you can't sell it or donate it, it. it. Why can't you donate it? What? Who made these rules? <laughs> You can talk about like a cause that's important to you, I guess, if you want to, but you can't like give it to anybody else to use. Like you have to use it. I used it to donate. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, no, you can't donate, but you can speak on behalf of something, right? So who would you donate it to? I would do the most pro-abortion campaign okay. on the Super Bowl you've ever seen. That's a great answer, oh Alana. God. You'd be like, I'm coming for your babies. Yep. <laughs> Guard your wombs because Alana's coming for them. ETI dead babies everywhere. Cool. No, what? That's no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, anybody else? <laughs> if I couldn't sell it or get rid of it. Uh, yeah, like you had to use a minute of airtime that like basically the entire world would see. Or at least America. Minute? That's such a long time. It is. (laughs) Yeah. You could just like read the script from Attack of the Mimes for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, I I was thinking of reading like some kind of manifesto. I don't know if that would come off so well. Uh, Zach has manifestos. I'd have to come up with a manifesto. That's the problem. Yeah, like a life philosophy. Yeah. I like philosophy. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think Alana's probably on the right track. I wouldn't do an abortion one. I'd probably do like a, I probably do like a climate change one. I I kind of feel like not to get too serious, but I kind of feel like the issue with climate change is that most people are kind of on board with that it's real, but nobody we can't agree on what's the best way to resolve it. Like, what's the best solution? Like, the left is all about like big government. A lot of spending, green energy, these big initiatives, and then the the right wants like, to just ignore it. <laughs> wants to just ignore it. Uh, but also, 
opposes those things. Like they don't know what to do, but they also oppose those things. So I would probably try to do some research and come up with something that we can all agree on. And then like, what a waste. Let's talk about something we can all agree on. Like, well, like something like you got to change mind. Excuse me, please don't interrupt me. You know what? This is exactly what you do, Matt. How's it feel? (laughs) 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 To bring attention to like a smaller like invention or or group that's doing something great that need that needs that needs the attention and needs donations in order to make a big difference mm-hmm. and talk about that okay i want to eat it yeah. oh. it was very vague it's not vague that was very specific uh... <laughs> pretty vague oh I, I i know what i would do i would do something for atheism <laughs> okay because how often you guys give them gifts? The Super Bowl? What are you doing? God, that's no, so like, lame. Like, like pro atheism. Wait, fourteen? Whatever. <laughs> this is a hard question, Alana. Yeah, maybe it's mine. Like, you, come on, right. you're not gonna do something pro Israel. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he would. He just doesn't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> maybe, maybe I would do like something of like Batman dancing. Like, oh yeah, Batman dancing. They're talking oh, about it for thing, years. Like, Bring Wait, back what about all the old memes, guys. Man, cat for one minute. Rick Astley, dancing gerbils, whatever hamster. Yeah. Oh yeah, you hamster could roll everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, good yeah. idea. I'm I'm changing mine to Rick Roll. Sale cat video. Do whatever you want, have fun with it. You know. One minute is such a long time for a Rick Roll no too. Do they do they know it's you? <laughs> yeah. Um, what about what's I'm new? What's sure new? <laughs> Somebody must know it's you, but I guess the greater public wouldn't. Your name doesn't have to be on it unless you put it on it. All right, there you go. By the way, you guys ready to fight these uh these, these fools? Do, uh, do I have to pay for right. like okay. my airtime and what I do? No, no, no. Do I have like an unlimited budget? It's free. Oh. But like what you do with it in terms of like the production value, you mean? Um, yeah, yeah like... I guess you'd have to pay for that. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but the airtime is free, which is the extensive part when it comes to the Super Bowl. <sighs> All right, then I would just pro—I'd probably promote disability rights. There you go. Okay. Oh, no, nice. That's a good one. I like where I this would, went. I would do just because I mean it's a Super Bowl, so I just do anti-consumerism, just because everything else is just egregiously anti-like pro-consumerist. So I don't know. Sure. Just be like, this is how much you're spending per year on average. You could spend on. Anything else? <laughs> right. Wait, you're spending on what? I don't know. Just like uh, on a you're a millennial, so you're spending on apparently coffee, iPhones, and uh, avocados. <laughs> I don't know. You can you can spend on something else. Oh, I would disparage what happened with the Overwatch League and Blizzard. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh man, the Overwatch League. Allegedly. Yeah. Innocent bystander. You don't want to get sued. Okay, are we ready for the next question? Did everybody answer? I, I think so. Yes. Okay. Would you rather yes. be in jail for five years mm. or be in a coma for a decade? And oh I, will, I will clarify <laughs> Wait, that in, what? Both, in both of these cases, after the time is up, you are done. Like, you're out of jail, you're whatever. You're awake, you're alive, you're healthy, you don't like die after 10 years in a coma, just to clarify. I mean, being in a coma is not good for you. Correct. Neither, <laughs> neither is being in jail. Neither is being in jail. But I, 
I do I think, think a coma is probably worse. Is it, could we do a white collar prison? Yeah, what type? I was, that was, was my <laughs> question. What type Ionica. of prison am I looking at? Brazilian prison? It doesn't specify in the question, but, um, you know, like jail. You're in jail. You're in jail. Are you taking your chances that the coma isn't like locked in syndrome? <laughs> yeah, like, I would you assume I, that you're asleep the whole time? I would assume that you're unconscious. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I think I'd probably still do the five years in jail. If it's a white collar prison, definitely. Yeah. Dude, dude, what if it's like Supermax? No. Well, even so. I don't think I'd survive five years in Supermax. Sure, you would, dude. You just, you just don't, uh, you just don't make, uh, make any trouble. What if trouble makes him? You just find someone to beat up on the first day. I mean, there's something to say about like. You fall asleep and then you wake up and like you don't ha- you don't actually have to experience the trauma yourself, but oh. also you experience you re-experience the trauma when you wake up and you've missed ten years of your life. So well, you, you also have the uh, the physical therapy. Well, no, we're presuming in this case that when you wake up from your coma, you're like fine. Uh, okay. That that happens. No. You just no. hop up one day. Everything's no. good. It happens in movies. No, that's fine. For the purposes of the question, you can, you can, you can say yeah. that. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Yeah. Okay. Did everybody answer? I, I realized. Oh, no, I just choose a ahead. coma. I don't know. I could not handle prison. I, I was like, I was like, if I ever go to prison, I would think I would just like go to solitary, and I know that can make you go insane, but I don't know. It would definitely make you go insane. It probably would, but like, I don't know. Just trying to deal with like the, I, I want to call it the playground, you know, like the outdoor part, and then like the lunch area. Like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, I ginger would not survive in prison very well. I don't think it would. <laughs> it just wouldn't go well. Okay. Any other answers? A lot. I wouldn't want to say. Yeah. Okay. All right, I think I think we're good then. Okay, this last question is um, hopefully a quick one. Just answer it, you know. Um, it's yeah. what what smells better, fresh cut grass or bread baking in the oven? Bread, bread, bread. bread. Really? Yeah, yeah I agree. more I agree bread. About bread. Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's related to food. You'd have to that have was- some other kind of nature smell. That was yeah. unanimous. Well, also, what's, your fa- what's your favorite nature smell then? I also try to avoid oh. touching grass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> uh, fresh cut grass is a good one. Um, I mean, this well, that, like the salt air from the ocean. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I don't know because some salt water smells like ass. Um, yeah, that's true. You know that, that smell of like a summer morning, like you walk outside, you know that smell of the summer morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite nature smell. That's, I know that's not specific, but you all know exactly what I'm talking about. So I think, I, not exactly, but I think I got the idea. Yeah. I'm surprised no one's saying petrichor. What? The, the what? Doctor Who one. The smell after a fresh rain. Yeah. All of Earth, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's all right. Um, I would honestly, I do kind of like fresh grass, but honestly, I I like the smell of gasoline. 
That's an oh yeah, definitely. I'm walking about. I smell gasoline. <laughs> so, um, okay. In the city. <laughs> I'm not even uh, can I ask a bonus fourth question? Just because I want your opinion on a real life thing that I just experienced. I think you just did. What? Got him. So Matt and I set up like a like an e-group kind of thing, like a listserv for our neighborhood because we are super awesome, I guess. And we yeah, organize block parties and whatever. Anyway, neighborhood watch. Right. So, so, someone, so I just sent the email out this evening to like welcome everybody and tell them about it and tell them like email this email address to email the group. So someone responded just to me and wants me to email the group about something about um, some neighbor like left their no. trash and there was a bear and whatever. And like part of me is like no. I want to just tell him like you know how to, you could do this. Just email the group. But then I don't want him to keep emailing the group about dumb stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you're screwed. So should no. I tell him that he can do it himself? I don't want to send it out. Yeah, I'd be like, are you two? Do it yourself. You're an adult. What's wrong with you? You don't but want I don't to want take the heat? To, I don't want everyone to leave the group because you keep sending out things where he's or, like yelling at people about their trash. Naomi, you should have seen fire. this coming. That's not, I know, I, but I said in my email, like, it's for like if you have to borrow a cup of sugar or you want to organize a play date. Like, Nobody not, does that. It's not for yelling at people about their trash. That's what neighborhoods are for. He's yelling oh, about trash. He's probably a coward and won't do it anyways. <laughs> no, no, he will. I think he just doesn't know that he can. Is this Gene? I know exactly who it is, and he will. He just doesn't know that he can. So I'm wondering about the dilemma of telling him that he can. So, Naomi, I think what you probably have to do is... Let him post on it, and then if he spams it, kick him. Oh. And leave a nasty note when you do it. You're kicked. No one cares about your trash. You're trash. Maybe I'll let him know and just remind him to generally keep the emails positive. Like, it's okay yeah. to send out reminders, but just, like, try to keep things positive. Yeah. Right? Level Up is trying to answer. Jay, the... would you do something about these barbarians? They have a trebuchet. I know. I'm trying. Do you not see like people? Oh, my whole unit coming for wee wee hoo hoo. I have like twelve archers and like four units. They're taking their sweet running. time. That's my unit. I wish I could make a car. I drive them there. I guess now's not a good time to ask if you guys want to fight the other team. But uh, level up says <laughs> the smell for them is the fall woods after it rains or super sharp air in cold winter snow during the evening. Mm, That's nice. actually a really good answer. Huh? Much better than my gasoline. <laughs> gasoline, yeah. Um, I, I, for me, it would still be the C. Hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else, you guys? No, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, thank you to Naomi for being our guest questioner. I hope thank you guys you. have me back. I've got more questions. <laughs> I, well, thank, thanks all for listening. <laughs> Uh, I, I forgot our, our sign off. See, see you guys next time for our big 200, 200th anniversary special. You can find us every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Bye. 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 Oh, wait, I got to do